following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! Over to tip in Reinhardt. Has Ekblad less than 20 left. Huberdeau, cross ice, Reinhardt fires, he scores! He scores! Sam Reinhardt with 14 seconds left. 5-4 Panthers. Incredible comeback. Oh, man, I would not have wanted to be in the locker room after that one. Welcome to the Bob Matthews Podcast, everyone. We are in December. December 2nd, as we put this one to tape here in the DraftKings studio on the Virginia side of the Potomac. Delighted that you are with us. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to go out to Ashburn, get you ready for Washington and the Las Vegas Raiders coming up on Sunday. But first, we got to talk some pucks. And yeah, Peter Laviolette did not mince any words after that game against Florida two nights ago. If you were with us on the live watch-along on YouTube, thank you for being there with us. We all saw it in real time. By the way, uh, tonight, December 2nd, Capitals and uh, Chicago, the Blackhawks, at Capital One Arena. And if all goes according to plan, join us on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube page again tonight for another live watch-along for that one. The first two we've done have been incredibly successful and I'm really excited uh, to do this one tonight. Got to think that the Caps are going to be fired up for this one tonight because Peter Laviolette absolutely lit into him, I'm sure, behind closed doors because he laid into him pretty hard with reporters after the game, and we're going to bring you that exclusive locker room access here in just a second. You heard that uh, the game-winning goal there with 14.4 seconds left. The Capitals' third period should have been a milk run. They took a 4-1 lead into the third but they let Florida score a goal there early on in the third. You know, you knew the Panthers were going to be chasing the game in the third period. They let them get one early in the third to cut it to 4-2. Then it's all of a sudden it's 4-3. Now the pressure's really on. They tie it up. They get a penalty. Uh, they get a power play there in the last minute of the game. Score the game winner. That simple. Uh, let's go and let us hear uh, from Peter Laviolette after the game again. Like I said, he wasn't happy. Oh, before we do that, we got to have an intro for it. Maestro, uh, cue the dramatic music, will you? So the first question post-game that we asked Lobby, uh, you know, this is the best team in the NHL right now, points-wise. It wasn't a one-goal lead. It wasn't a two-goal lead. It was a three-goal lead in the third period. How do you give up that and then... The game winner as well. We stopped playing. So that's two games in a row where we stopped playing in the third period. And if you don't uh, if you don't punch back, the only thing you're going to do is get punched, and we get punched for 20 minutes. So 
it's it's on us. We, it's we got nobody to blame. We leave here with a loss in the column, and you know, got to digest that for the next couple of days until we get back on the ice. But um, we just stop playing. Hmm. Just stop playing. It's pretty. It's it's as simple as that. And you can see it too. I mean, they were really playing back on their heels. The Capitals were outshot something like twenty-two to two in the third period. Again, you knew Florida was going to come out and they were chasing that game. You knew they were desperate, and yet, and we talked about it on the watch along. You know, just stay aggressive. For some reason, they didn't, and that's what happened. And uh, like Lobby said, it's just it's something you can't do. Uh, yeah, we talked about going out to the third because I didn't like the way we played in Carolina, and we stopped playing there. You got to play. Twenty two of the top teams in the league. If you don't show up and play, then you're going to get beat up. And you know we're get out of there in Carolina, you know, catching a goal late, and uh, we couldn't get out of here tonight. Let's hope this isn't a trend uh, of any sort. I don't think it is. Obviously, we've talked about it ad nauseum. The veteran core now is the time when that veteran core has to, I think, somebody stand up in the locker room and say, "Hey, boys, this is not Capitals hockey that we've been playing in these last couple of third periods." And we had a golden opportunity to really make a statement. I, I thought they still did make a statement against Carolina. But had they gotten those two points against Florida, I, I think it would have been an even bigger statement. And I, I think they know that was an opportunity lost. Yeah, I mean, a couple. Period. I thought the second period was pretty good. I mean, we only gave up a couple chances. There was one, I think, early, and then there was one we or two late. And so it was it was a pretty good period in the second period. We had, you know, we had done our work. We just st- we stopped working. We stopped doing our work. Uh, you, can, you can hear it. When you get a game like that, Laviolette is not going to give anybody any credit for anything. There were no silver linings to that black cloud as far as he was concerned. Uh, even when it came to the goaltending. And even though Ilya Samsonov played a great first two periods, and you really can't fault him for the third because he was under siege for so much of it. See it. You could see it coming through the first four minutes. You know, it ended up costing us a goal, and and then from there, you you know, you're trying to catch it at that point. You're trying to get it back in and um, put some work back into the period, put some structure back into the period. Was that just execution mainly? It was just... work. It was work. There's nothing. I don't know, there's nothing else I can say. We stopped working. They worked hard. We stopped working, and that's how you get outshot twenty-six to two. Wow. Uh, those are some really pointed comments from LaViolette. So it's going to be really interesting to see the effort, especially in the third period tonight. Face off just after 7 o'clock at Capital One Arena. And as I said, join us on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube page for a live watch-along. It'll be fun. Bring your questions, too. We'll, uh, we'll try to answer them for you. All right, got to take a break. When we come back, we got... Talk a little football, the red hot, your red hot Washington football team going out to Vegas to play the Raiders. We got a preview talking with Taylor Heineke and Curtis Samuel when we come back. It's the Bob Matthews Show right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Speaking of football, football fans, I am sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you're going to be a winner once a single point is scored. Check this out. New customers who bet just $1 
on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. So we're talking about here, the only way you don't win $100 in free bets is if we get a zero-to-zero tie through regulation and then overtime as well. I'm taking the odds on that one. Now, Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can still get in on the NFL action. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We're going to Vegas tonight. What are you talking about, Vegas? Vegas, baby, Vegas. What do you mean, Vegas? Vegas, Las Vegas. I'm not going to no Vegas. Yeah, I think, you know what, man? Uh, we're we're going to go to Vegas. and. Uh, when gonna, are we going to Vegas? We're going tonight. No, we're not going tonight. I'm, I'm not going to Vegas. No, you listen to me. I'm not going, okay? okay. And not, none of this shit anymore. Listen, I just listen to you. Now hear me out. You bring something nice to wear. <laughs> I'm not going to Vegas. Michael, going. I'm not going to Vegas. <laughs> Remember, what's the number one rule in Vegas? You never, ever get up from the table when you're on a heater. And the Washington football team is on a heater, so let's hope that they stay at the metaphorical table this weekend. The five and six, Burgundy and Gold, your favorite, number one in your program, as well as being number one in your heart, takes on a suddenly rejuvenated Oh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders team. See, I almost said Oakland there. So what do we make of this? You know, statistically, the the Raiders, they seem to be cratering for about a month. Uh, and then Thanksgiving Day, what do they do? They hang, what, 33, 34 points on the Cowboys, something like that? I don't know. It, it will be interesting to see. The stakes, yeah, they're pretty high. Uh, depending on what happens on Thursday Night Football, Washington could be walking on the field knowing that a win against Vegas puts them in a position to play for the division lead against Dallas next Sunday. The Cowboys uh, have a Thursday night game against the Saints. Uh, if they lose, they're 7-5. and five. And if Washington wins, they're 6-6, six and six, which means the game at FedEx Field in a week and a half would be for first place in the NFC East. The uh, Washington does have some good news here coming up this week because they are getting Curtis Samuel back full time. Probably, you know, he was on that pitch count last week, didn't play a lot of snaps, but the ones he played were fairly uh, impactful. Um, They had a couple of nice runs as well. And we talked to Curtis yesterday and he said that, yeah, he's uh, feeling much, much better and he's ready to go. Um, I felt like I was I was able to cut and do uh, do more without so much pain. You know, it was it was it was really tough, you know, 
last couple of weeks, just trying to be able to run around and do stuff without having that pain. But that helped a lot. You know, it gave me the confidence to go out there. You know, last week during practice and be able to play in the game and feel good and feel confident. Um, I said this is actually one of the first times I actually was able to go out there and play without even thinking about like what happens if I make a cut. Like that's how, you know, I, that's how I felt going into the week. You know, I knew it was gonna be there, but like. I felt good enough that I was going to be like, all right, I can get it going a little bit, you know, and not even even not even thinking about it. Um, I feel good. Um, I'm able to run fast. Um, I'm able to cut. I'm able to play without thinking about my injury. Um, that's the main thing is I'm able to go out there confidently and run around. Um, no, I actually didn't think about how I was going to feel after the game. I just was so excited to play in the game. Um, but I think the fact that I wasn't really so worried about how I was going to feel after the game may, may be a good sign, you know, because I wasn't really – too worried because I didn't feel like I wasn't too sore going into the into the game. And I think we're going to see him a lot more on Sunday than we did on Monday night. He caught a pass for nine yards. He had a run of four yards. But you know, regardless of even whether he does or not, Samuel is one of those guys you got to account for because if you don't, you run the risk of him burning you for a big play. This team now is starting to get some weapons back. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from here on out. And now all of a sudden, Taylor Heineke looks like not just a really, really good backup, but perhaps a competent starter, at at least for the rest of the year. And that's all that this team was really looking for between the weapons that it acquired on offense, at least it thought coming into the year, and what it thought the defense was going to be. And let's give the defense credit, it has played better the last three or four weeks. Now, it is not a sustainable model without Chase Young and Montez Sweat, but It could continue. You know, when I say a short-term benefit, that short-term benefit might last through the regular season. Um, But back to the offense, speaking of that, you know, again, Taylor Heineke's play has improved dramatically since the the bye week. Whatever they did in the bye week, they need to bottle it and keep it for next year. But we asked Taylor, what's been the secret here behind the improved play on offense? I think the biggest thing um, is really – taking care of the ball. Um, I feel like we've done a great job of that. Um, and also not taking really bad sacks. Um, you know, when, the, when kind of things break down and you kind of get outside the pocket and make things happen. Um, I think in previous games, I was taking a sack when I was trying to make a big play or I was taking an unnecessary hit. Um, in the last three games, I feel like I've gotten away from that. So um, those are the two biggest things. And remember also, you're looking at a guy now who has almost an entire season's worth of starts under his belt. You know, first part of the year, as much as maybe we didn't want to admit it, Taylor Heineke was still feeling his way as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now he's got that experience, and it really looks like the game's starting to slow down for him. I think it's just, you know, the more reps you get in games, the more comfortable you get. And, um, Again, you just you start to progress. You understand the game better, and um, the game kind of slows down for you a little bit, and you understand what, you, what needs to happen. So, um, again, you know, when it's first and second down, don't take the sack. Live to see another day. Give yourself a third and manageable. Very good advice. That's a smart way to play quarterback in the NFL. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. Don't forget, Caps Blackhawks tonight at Capital One Arena. Burgundy and Gold Raiders Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock kickoff on, uh, on Fox. Uh, 
Thanks for joining us again. Uh, I appreciate it. Don't forget to go give us a follow on Twitter at BobMatthews965. And remember, the wise man once said, if you're out of your bike tonight, as always, Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul of faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Me damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his face.